outlets say Wes Moore will be the Democratic nominee for Maryland governor. We'll talk live with WTOP's Kate Ryan at 103. Jurors deliberating in the contempt of Congress trial of Steve Bannon. A new land conservation program in Howard County gives financial incentives to preserve properties. I'm Valerie Bonk. It's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Steve Kathan. After a summer of key revelations in the Capitol attack investigation, a House committee promises more details in the weeks ahead with information still coming in. CBS's Scott McFarland. After its eighth public hearing, the committee said there's more to come. We have considerably more to do. Doors have opened, new subpoenas have been issued, and the dam has begun to break. During the hearing, we also heard from the committee, and we also heard from former President Trump, who slammed the committee on social media, saying they were making a fake case. Meanwhile, we've learned the internal review at the Department of Homeland Security of those missing Secret Service text messages could lead to criminal charges. A Washington jury is expected to get the case against former Trump aide Steve Bannon later today. He's charged with contempt of Congress. President Biden's doctor says his temperature rose to 99.4 yesterday, but responded to Tylenol and his COVID symptoms have improved. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. Aides say the president is still experiencing mild symptoms and keeping busy. The White House tweeted a picture of him signing a bill Thursday that temporarily waives tariffs on imports of baby formula. Today we're told he'll take virtual meetings with advisors to discuss gas prices and his legislative agenda. We're hearing from a political candidate who was attacked at an outdoor rally outside Rochester, New York. Republican candidate for governor Lee Zeldin is okay after a man came at him with a metal object. Several people, including his running mate, subdued him. There were a lot of people who reacted very smartly and I'm, I'm very proud of that response in what was a really difficult moment. A week of high heat in much of the country will extend right into the weekend. WCBS meteorologist Craig Allen. We have heat advisories in effect for the upper mid-Atlantic as well as northeast states, lower portions of New England, a large portion of the center of the nation and the heat advisory has actually migrated north a little bit so it now covers places like Nebraska, Iowa, Illinois, and we have excessive heat warnings continuing out west. Overseas, Russia and Ukraine have signed deals with the U.N. and Turkey, clearing the way for key grain exports to world markets. The new American ambassador to Australia has arrived for work, Caroline Kennedy, daughter of JFK, with an eye on China. Economic engagement, um, climate change health security, all of those things. Uh, so I think that China certainly is a big presence here in the region. Um, but I think our partnership is what I'll be focused on. Wall Street, right now the Dow is down 139 points. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 103 on Friday, July 22nd, 87 degrees, bright sunshine, a hot day, temperatures into the mid-90s. Good afternoon, I'm Nick Ainelli. And I'm Gigi Barnett, the top local story we're following for you this hour. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. Maryland's Democratic primary race for governor has been tight, but there are projections from CBS News and other media outlets that Wes Moore will win the race. WTOP's Kate Ryan joins us to talk more about that. Kate? 
Well, I contacted the Westmore campaign and uh, I asked, well, what about this? Are you calling this a victory? And I was told pretty much to stay tuned. They are not ready to declare victory themselves yet. But again, we do have uh, CBS News, other major outlets declaring that he will be projected the winner. Again, this is on unofficial votes. We have a lot of votes yet to be counted. Uh, the process goes on for quite a while. Certification won't take place until after the 29th, but this is what we're hearing so far. And Kate, we talked a lot about how these mail-in ballots, they were not even counted until Thursday. The election was Tuesday and under state law in Maryland, they can't even count those ballots until Thursday. So they're still counting those ballots. It's a process that's ongoing. And as you look at the numbers now, does it seem like Westmore does have an insurmountable lead? Well, this is the interesting thing. Uh, of the mail-in ballots that were sent out, 78,000, more than 78,000 have been returned, processed, and counted. And while they looked good for Perez, who had 29% of that vote, Moore got 24% and already had a large and very comfortable lead ahead of Perez. Um, and bottom line is, in order for Perez to overcome his gap, all the incoming votes will have to continue to break his way. I think that's why these outlets feel pretty comfortable in projecting him as the winner. The other two candidates, Tom Perez and Peter Francho, you mentioned Perez, but what are those two um, candidates saying? Nothing so far. Now, primary election night, Francho, who's still at about 21% of the total vote, told his supporters he would wait for every last vote to be counted. And he is a very com competitive politician. That's kind of what you'd expect. But no comments yet from the Perez camp. I will tell you yesterday, when I was in Montgomery County, they had numerous observers from both uh, of those campaigns taking a very close look at the votes coming in. So Wes Moore is not really a politician. He's an author and former nonprofit leader. So if he does win here in Maryland, does that say anything in your eyes about what Maryland voters are looking for in a governor? I think uh, they want the things that he projected on the trail. Someone who listens, someone who's open, someone who is new and fresh to the political scene. And I think what helps some people feel comfortable with him, with his lack of uh, experience as an elected official, is that he had so many from both inside and outside the political scene here in Maryland backing him. Okay, and he's slated to face off with Republican Dan Cox, who's a right-wing Republican who's been called a QAnon whack job by Governor Hogan. What's the conventional wisdom there? Well, a Democratic group paid for ads to point out Republican Dan Cox's record as someone who's, for example, supported the false notion that the 2020 election was not won by President Biden. So Democrats have been looking forward to a more Cox contest, saying that, look, Democrats are two to one in the state. There's no way um, some people have urged a note of caution, uh, so it's going to be a very interesting race ahead, again, assuming that these projections are right for Westmore. Okay, WTOP's Kate Ryan, thank you. It's, it's 107. Cancer doesn't ring the doorbell when it shows up. The Innova Seville Cancer Screening and Prevention Center, the first facility of its kind in the DMV, screens for common cancers including lung, skin, prostate, and breast cancer that may not be showing signs. Because cancer often arrives without calling first, visit anova.org slash prevent. That's anova.org slash prevent. For over 40 years, 
America's soldiers have trusted the proven rotorcraft technologies of Lockheed Martin Sikorsky and Boeing, the defiant X-Team. Today, 